Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about could you do it all over again if you had to start at zero. Before we do that, though, let's talk about propertyaccess.io. Guys, the days of pulling a list and mailing everyone only to waste time on bad properties is over. With our help, you can spend more time working on deals you know you want to purchase because we're going to take your data and we're going to break it down into four boxes of access so that you know. You can decide your risk tolerance, who you mail to, and what you're willing to offer. So go check out um, the website. It is propertyaccess.io. Happy Thanksgiving, good buddy. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Man, It's a we'll be having Friendsgiving tonight, so I'll get to see you, eat some pie with you, maybe some turkey, and see how your future bride prepares her Thanksgiving dinners. (laughs) She's been working on it all week. I hope the turkey's not dry because I will not let her live that down and it will Ooh. be in my speech at your wedding. Ooh. I'm assuming I'm going to have a speech. I may not, but I will still make a speech just to talk about the dry ass <laughs> turkey. Yeah, well, I don't know if you ever want to come back if you should mention any dry turkey. <laughs> so, uh, I've never had a turkey made by her, so this will be a first for everybody. She's popping your cherry as well. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You know, we, uh, we went through getting the masterclass people lined up so we got our next class they're up going notified bona fide ready to rock and roll and it brings up the question as you go through these applicants and you look at what they've done and how they do it and you start seeing some of the newer guys and it kind of makes you kind of think about the days of past and what would happen if you went back to zero well i kind of feel like it's a loaded question do you yeah okay why because if we went back to zero, we're loaded with, I forgot how many years now, seven years yeah. of knowledge. Yeah. And that knowledge is worth way more than anything. I mean, like, if there's zero way, there's no way we could go back to zero. Okay. Because we have this skill set. Yeah. And we have I, a lot of them. We know how to buy land off market. We know how to start a podcast. We know how to do all sorts of things to make money. <laughs> Would you, I, and I agree with you, and I, and I, so when we had this, because we had this conversation earlier this week, and we kind of bounced through it, and we both kind of looked at each other, and that's kind of where I got stuck was, the, the same thought process was, well, would I ever actually go back to zero? Like, okay, what would it take for me to get started again, and what would it do? And I, I guess it's hard to come back to that place of saying, hey, I, do, I, I don't have the money, or what do I need to get going to get this thing rolling again? Yeah, because I feel like a... A lot of people, when they think, oh, I'm starting over again, they think, well, I'm also broke. Yeah. But through everything we've done over the years, we're connections enough to, like, you look in the master class, we're raising a million dollars in less than 60 seconds. Yeah. Right? That doesn't just go away. Yeah. If we lost everything right this minute. Yeah. Right? And then the skill set of doing all the stuff we've done has grown, right? We could always go back and buy Desert Squares. Yeah. could always... Flip. I think I bought some this year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you've been catching a lot of shit about it from some people, I guess. I, I know, and I think it's funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, y- y'all are mad about it. You're like, oh, why would you do that? You know, you're one minute I'm doing a, I'm, I'm signing on a $2.7 million thing with Trevor, and then the same day I'm closing a $12,000 five acre that I made. I don't know, I think my profit on it was seven grand. So, 
$12,000 for a five acre in that area does seem like we never would have bought that seven years ago for that. No, I sold it for that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid 20, I don't know, 22, 2800. Then I paid the realtor 2500 to sell it for me. And, um, you know, it's, I, I was saying that I had uh, Tim Brown. He's, he's been a longtime fan of ours and, and I'd say fan and friend. He was one of my really early consultants uh, clients and he was in town. He flew in from Oregon to visit with Beth and they were here and I had told her that I had sold some five acres for like 12 grand and she's like, what in the hell? We used to sell those like we'd be glad we got five grand for them. And she's yeah. like, that's what they're going for now. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, huh. And, but, you know, you think about this, how the, 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 the industry has changed. The tools are different. The money availability is different. So it becomes down to is how do you source your deals and what it looks like? And do you have that knowledge and could you do it again? Or would you, would you do it again? And then is there things you change? That's a good question. You brought that up the other day too. It's like, could you, but more importantly, would you, or would yeah. you just go get a job? Yeah. And I think that's the big thing for me. Like I, I think about the stresses of going from, you know, side hustle to, to full time. And I guess what comes up to this is, you know, you get, and we talked about this last week or the week before where people were just hung up on that extra five grand on a $50,000 profit. And you're thinking, is this a side hustle for you? Does it, does it really matter if you made 50,000 or 55,000? Cause if you do that two or three times a year on top of your normal W2, you're making a killing. But we, we forget that along the way. We, we get past that and, and keep going. So I, I don't know. And I, I, uh, I don't know. It was an interesting thought process, I guess, conundrum to fall into this week just to say, huh, would I do it again? Would I do things different? And what, what does that look like? Have you thought what your answers would be? Man, I, would I do it again? Yes, 100%. Um, I think it, it's, it's, been a, it's been an amazing seven-ish years of journey and knowledge and learning. Um, what would I do different? I had to scale so fast that it's hard to say what I would have done different because everything was a, a try to, to do so fast. And so, you know, with it being Thanksgiving, you kind of get, you get sentimental in a way and you start getting thank, you know, thankful and like you're, you're, you feel blessed in some of the aspects. And, you know, some was luck, some was timing, but most of it was being willing to be out there and trying when those opportunities hit. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I, I truly believe that there's energy out there. You're, you put out energy and energy comes back. And I, and I know we've talked about this on and off for, you know, this whole, through the whole podcast piece, but it's been, uh, I remember sending out, like just trying to figure out how I could guarantee access early on. This was, you know, 2017. And I sent out a letter and get this letter back from these guys in uh, California. They forgot, they didn't get a hold of me via the phone. He said, Hey, I'm just sending this. I hope you want to buy this property. And it was a bigger property. It was 135 acres. I don't know that I had the money for it at the time. It's like 50 grand is what it was. And so I go look at it. I'm like, man, this is a great property. I don't know how I'm going to fund this. And then I get a call from UP that says, Hey, we have this management pension here for you. It's like $79,000 is what the paper out. We're going to pay you full amount, but minus taxes and just give it to you. And after everything, it gave me like 70 grand and paid for that property, paid for like two other properties. And I was off and running at that point. I mean, you get a $70,000 injection of cash in this business and you've got a property that's worth 150, you have bought for 40 grand. Your business really changes fast. Mm -hmm. And so while I would say, yeah, there was, I'd get to these bigger properties faster. That's what you hear people, oh, I've done this faster. I would have done this better. You know, maybe some of the stuff, the way I kept track of things would be a little bit different. The organizational, maybe I would have hired people faster, but I mean, shit in the seven years we've had one, 
two. We've had five or six employees that have kind of come in, cycled out. A few of them still in the niche. Um, we have another one starting on Monday. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of evolved, and you know, I wouldn't have been so set on what somebody else told me. I would have tried some more things a little bit earlier. I think. Mm. So I, I I I so that's kind of a out of both sides of the mouth. Yes and no. Would have tried some things differently and done yeah. some things differently. I think the thing that I would have tried differently, I got to try differently, which okay. is <clears throat> the first time I went off on my own in real estate back in like oh six. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally had like no money, yeah, and I entered into an industry that takes money, takes money, and yeah. uh, takes time. Yeah, first day as a realtor, if you're already broke, well, you, you got to you got to find <laughs> clients, yeah, find them a house, sell them that house, wait for it to close, then you get paid, right? yeah. So the first, like, th- even though I ended up doing well, like my second year or whatever, the f- it was always a struggle, even if I was doing well. I've said this a lot of times because if I was doing well, I still spent all that money. Yeah. Right? And so it was a financial learning experience for me because when I end all of that after five, six years, whatever it was, when it went downhill with the economy and I had to go get a job, mm-hmm. when I started back over, I didn't leave that job until I had a lot of money saved. Yeah. I mean, I think it was two plus years of income. Yeah. And I had cash flow. Yeah. And deals on the pipeline. Yeah. That's the I think that's a big thing is that so many people want to go from zero money, zero deals to millionaire overnight. They don't realize that, hey, this this is a thing you can take slowly and work at it. And I and I get it. I, because everybody on the internet's telling you they're instant millionaire and they're 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 rich by doing all these deals and they throw around big numbers like it's just just happens, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, this business made $20 million. Oh, and I'm thinking of Ryan Panetta here where he's sitting there and he's just, oh, yeah, the wholesale business, $20 million here, a million mm-hmm. there. And you're just like, is that real? And what's what's really good for somebody that's starting out in this business? And I, you know, getting the knowledge, like what you just said earlier, and you hit the nail on the head is we would never start back from zero because you know how to do it now. You mm-hmm. know the recipe. And somebody's going to say, well, you know, how, how many mailers do I need to send to get this deal or how many text messages? That's not what we're talking about. We're understanding how to get in the game and play it. Now, that number may change from one from 500. I think out of, I bought 12 properties off of 1,100 mailers here recently. That's unreal in this today's market. That's not that's not normal. So if I tell you that, you're going to be like, oh, shit, yeah, I just got to send out 1,200 mailers and I'm going to get I'm gonna be 10 properties and I'm going to be a millionaire. That's not true. But it might be one for 10,000. But when you look at, when we talk about numbers for mailers, we look at big swaths of numbers, 60,000, 80,000, 100,000 pieces of mail, million pieces of mail that goes out. You know, we look at those big numbers and understand what it looks like. So we have an idea that we should get a deal or two back or three back. But it doesn't hurt me if I have a mailer of 3,000 that blanks. That's mm-hmm. not my last $1,500 that went out in marketing material. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I hope you get at least two deals if you send a million pieces of mail. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Really so. Because that <laughs> you would bomb suck. bad if you, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, I mean, we we have clients that have done eighty, ninety thousand pieces of mail this year, and they bought a hundred and fifteen properties, one hundred and eighty properties. You know that they, they've made two, three million dollars, and that to me is it's really cool because do they follow the exact blueprint straight across? No, but it, they built on what that core was. They built on what that is. They got into areas that they've done some deals and they knew, okay, hey, this this nuance in this area, I know I can pay more for because I know this this property type or this this neighborhood or this subdivision or this HOA allows this, this, and this. And so I can do that. And you know, you, you dial it in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say, to like, you know, there's a lot of people getting out there that are 
getting started in this industry, uh-huh. right? And I always tell them, at least when I talk with them, like, don't expect to kill this your first year. This is a yep. learning experience. Yep. If you get it through this first year, you're going to have that knowledge to start doing whatever you want to do from then on out. Yeah. And that's what, like, I kind of keep, what I'm thinking about here is when I'm saying, well, we're under that knowledge. Like, it yeah. takes some time to build that. Like, yeah. But if you can commit to having a full-time job and managing your family and still putting time and effort and all that into your land business, you're going to have a skilled trade that you can use for the rest of your life. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And I, I agree with that 100%. And it transfers over into other stuff. Have you noticed since your land business took off, how have your other businesses done? They typically do a little bit better. Once you figure out that winning combination and understanding it's okay to invest a little bit of money, um, your other businesses tend to do pretty well because you understand the basic core, you know, equation of, of a business. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. Too. I, I mean, I see it with the th- other thing, other things we've launched and then like the ATM business and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, it's just like there's certain principles that translate to every single thing. Yeah. And, um, once you figure those out, it's like, Oh, it's like a light bulb goes off. You're like, Oh, this is what it is. Yeah. Right? And then, I, and I'm going to add to that because you also understand day one, you're not rich yeah. from it. Yeah. You understand that there is a, a ramp up time. Like we're uh, did one of the things that I said this a couple weeks ago or last week. I don't remember what week I said it, but for 23, I was buying a tractor. Well, we, we I just wired the money for the tractor today. The operator called and said, "Hey, I'll be ready to go. You know, next week. You soon as start sending me leads. So we're going to take every property that we have that's in 200 miles of his his house, and he's going to start cleaning those up, making entryways, doing underbrush, cleaning all that up." We have days open. He's going to be ready to run. So if we have listeners that want that, let us know. We'll put you, we'll put you on a schedule and let you come out there. You know, it's this is going to be somebody that's specific to the land niche, and he's already working for a land guy. Why wouldn't I have that out there for somebody else to use? The tractor's just sitting. Mm-hmm. If it's sitting, I, I want it moving. I want him out working. I want him running it. And so, you know, those are little things like that. So do I expect, and, and this is the where I'm, I'm going to tie this all back in, you know, so many people would be like, oh, no, you can't buy that tool until you get some business. Oh, no, you can't do that. Shit, here's a $50,000 piece of machinery that's now bought, ready to go, and I know that it's not going to turn a profit for the next month or two or three, but I do know that I have about 15 pieces of property that will get cleaned up in that time that will speed up, and it will all come back to the pot and pay its way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that patience part of it is is pretty key. Yeah. You know, I, didn't, I started my ATM's business in – April. Yeah. And I invested heavily up front knowing that it's going to take a year, year and a half, but like I'm aware of that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay. I keep building and going forward and I know the steps because we've done them so many times now Yeah, for what it takes. Yeah. I, and I, I love hearing it because now I hear the conversations are more pointed. They're quicker. The equations figured out. So as you, you go through this thing, it's like, okay, Hey, we'll try this, 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 and this and getting it. And then it starts to come from this big, Okay, hey, this dream of an idea of what the ATM is going to do or what it, what that business looks like to it's very getting very honed in. So I know, me personally, when I'm watching this, I know in the next three to four months, it's going to be so dialed in that all I'm going to have to do is say, hey, do we need some more ATMs? Because <laughs> it knows exactly where they go, where they'd be profitable. Wow, mm-hmm. There's this learning experience that took place. And mm-hmm. that happened with land. That happened. It took one, two years. You know, the the funny, the, the fun thing about our story is that my, my story is, you know, you were right there with me along the way. Is is that mine had to happen so fast to re to recover a, uh, a a salary that it was almost too stressful. It wasn't fun. You didn't get lost in that that joyousness of, oh man, I'm building this business. Oh dude, check out the side hustle. Oh, I did this. Occasionally, I got to look up and say, damn, I just 
closed seven deals this month or, hey, I bought 15 properties this month. And, you know, you get those type of conversations every now and again, but you're still trying to figure it out at that pace that people would look at you like, what the fuck is he talking about? There's no way that's real. And you're just like, oh, shit, keep going, keep going, keep going. There's no time to breathe. Mm I would say that's something I'm really bad at. And just after hearing what you say, I would probably agree. Think that you agree. You are the same, but it's just like, um, enjoying those moments. Oh yeah. Like there's, it's never an enjoyment for me. No. It's always like, okay, cool. It's sold. All right. How do we deploy that money? Shit. Yeah. Now we got too much money. What are we going to do with Shit, this? Too <laughs> cash yeah, heavy. Yeah, now it's, yeah. It's always a constant. Uh, okay, great. That was awesome. That's great. But let's, let's figure something else out now, right now. Yeah. I think that's funny is that, it's the weirdest things for me that I'll uh, I'll get excited about. I bet I will get more excited about that tractor going on a first piece of dirt that's other than mine than I will about selling the last three pieces of Stove Canyon. And last three pieces of Stove Canyon are, what, 600 and something acres? It's about 1.4 in revenue. And that's it's almost going to be so 1.4 minus fees and everything. It's a million profit. That'll be, since I own 25%, you own 25%, we have two other partners that own 25% each. That's three hundred thousand in profit, two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars in profit that will come back after we pay everything and, and everything's good. And I'll be more excited about a two hundred dollar <laughs> day on that damn tractor mm-hmm. than I will about a three hundred thousand dollar wire into my checking account. Mm-hmm. I, I had that moment today because I placed an ATM at a barber shop that's uh-huh. going to go cash only and they're busy. And I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, that's awesome, that's exciting. This yeah. thing may make. $500 a month profit. And and then on the other hand, I'm thinking, holy shit, if Stove Canyon sells and closes out this year, I am screwed on yeah. tech. Like, well, I can't possibly do something with that money. Yeah. I know. I know. It makes no sense. It's no, and I don't even know why you are listening to us anymore at this point because it, it doesn't make sense to us. And we understand that and we're okay with it. And that starting back at zero, would we enjoy the journey a little bit more? No. That's not the way you're wired as an entrepreneur. You're wired as what is next? Give me the list. Let's knock it off. Let's get your head down and go because it is the discipline per day that continues to make you successful. It is not anything other than that. And it's, it's going in, knowing what you need to do for your business and continually doing it. It's not the morning meditation. It's not the miracle morning or the four hour work day. It's not that it's you getting done. What needs to be done when needs to be done. Cause some days you're here till six, some days you're here till 10, some days you can cut out it too. It just depends on what needs to be done that day for the business. Cool. We'll leave it there. That was yeah. a good ending. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, uh, we hope all you guys are having a great Thanksgiving hey, holiday. Hey, I've got a Thanksgiving thing. Let's give back some thanks. We talked about knowledge. Let's give back. Today I'm going to drop a sale on you that you did not know about, so I'm sorry to add a little computer work to your week this week. But let's do a sale for the next 14 days, two weeks. Let's sell the course for 995 so if somebody out there hasn't bought it yet, that's over half off. Let's give them the the blueprint for nine ninety five and make um, make their new year a little bit brighter. Okay, sounds good. I I have a link already, previous link. I can't remember if it's nine ninety five, nine ninety seven, or an even thousand. But that five dollar, three dollar difference shouldn't be. If it, if it's off by that much, you can come by and see us in the <laughs> office, and I will buy you a coke. Yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, great deal. We'll do it. Um, all right, that's, that's it for today. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else listening. Like, great views, uh, subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.